Welcome back to the Oklahoma Today podcast, bringing you all the best our state has to offer. This week, we're talking about getting a glorious case of brain freeze with the folks at the Broken Arrow Taste of Summer Ice Cream Festival. But first, a word from our sponsor. You are called to be bold. You have a right to the best wireless service, high-speed internet, and customer service at a price that you can feel good about. At Bravado Wireless, we know this, and that's why we put you and your community first. Bravado Wireless, the power of connection. Awesome. All right. Let's hey, get... sponsor. Yeah. We have a sponsor. That's Yay. exciting. Yay. <laughs> All right. Let's get into our question of the week. We asked you to fill in this blank. It's not a real cookout without what? First up, Editor-in-Chief Nathan Gunner. Well, Carly has already uh, laid claim to my answer, uh, <laughs> and so I won't steal it. Um, this was a hard one because I th- th- there's a lot. Like, you know, beer is a good one. Um, <laughs> but, um, so, but I came up with a good answer because uh, we have been eating tabbouleh in my family yeah. the whole time I've been alive. Uh, when I was a little kid, my mom took a like an international cooking class at Swasu um, and learned how to make all kind of cool stuff. And I think she learned how to make tabbouleh in that class. But we always have tabbouleh. Like tabbouleh to me is like a summer food. It's a yeah. great summer food. It is. It's like light. Refreshing. It's, it's refreshing. It's got that nice pop of citrus. It's just a really delicious food. It's so, a salad that's not just a big pile of lettuce. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's really good. So but I'm it's say, also not just a big pile of mayonnaise. I'm going to go. Well, I'm going to just take a sideways turn and say to have tabbouleh at your next cookout. I agree. Yeah. I'm all for all right. it. Uh, managing Eric Carly Ibarra. Um, I'm going to say watermelon because that's my favorite. That and I don't eat pork. And so there's a lot yeah. of pork usually at cookouts, hot dogs <laughs> yeah. and, and the like. Um, have you guys ever tried uh, mustard on watermelon? I hear a lot of people are into what? it. What? No. Yeah. I've heard of it, but yeah. get out of my office. It sounds very <laughs> interesting. I've never tried it, but. I don't know. Hey, readers, if you've tried it, let us know. Let us know. Because yeah. I don't want to ruin watermelon. watermelon OKTPod okay, or travelok.com. Yeah. Um, All of you know. intrepid people who are willing <laughs> to try things. This is just a trap from Carly. It's, don't listen to her. <laughs> is this a Mr. Beast thing? Yes. Did you get yeah. this from? No, no, I promise. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Photo editor Megan Rossman. Um, well, I would say meat because <laughs> yeah. it's not, if it's a cookout, then. What are you cooking prob- out if there's no meat? Yeah. Corn. Uh huh. Oh. No, no. <laughs> You're cooking. <laughs> You're probably cooking meat. Like, if you're going to fire up a grill, you're going to be cooking meat. Yeah. If uh, you show up to a cookout with Megan and there's no meat, then you are going home. I mean, well, and I don't. Homer Simpson, if I went to a barbecue and there was no meat, I'd say, hey, Goober, where's the meat? Yeah. Like, I, you know, I don't want to exclude vegetarians or anything. Like, if you want to grill up a piece of tofu or whatever, that's great. But, <laughs> you can do that. You can grill tofu. Yeah. No, can. no, you can. But, like, I, Power you to know, you if that's what you want to do. I, I'm there. I'm there for the meat. Same. That's, that's my motto. Yeah. So, so good news, vegetarians and vegans, Megan has given you permission. You yeah. can grill tofu. Man. I, or water. My list you of know, answers to this you question is or, so long. Yeah, grill some uh, I, mustard-covered watermelon. And there are a lot of other things. You can things. grill watermelon, too. Yeah, yeah. you can. That seems yeah. to be pretty good. And I will say my preference for meat would be hamburgers. Oh, I got you. That's good. So. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Do any of you guys put um, potato chips on your hamburger? Yeah. Sometimes. Okay. Yeah, it it's nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice okay. textural change. Uh, yeah. Potato chips are great on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Ooh, brilliance. <sighs> You're in the room, Carly. <laughs> oh, Carly. <laughs> Get on board. Uh, research center Ben Lucian. I'd have to say the traditional cacao uh, lasagna, pan lasagna, <laughs> usually hits the spot. 
but I'm a cartoon cat who hates Mondays. Um, Ooh, I had coffee in my mouth that very early went out of my microphone when he said that. Uh, my serious answer, um, maybe this isn't at every cookout, but over the 4th of July, my mom um, sort of experimented with different types of homemade ice cream. Ooh. Oh, homemade ice cream. Yeah. Man. There's oh. just something about homemade ice cream. Um, you know, I guess I've had a few um, homemade ice creams that didn't go off, like, the best. But I don't know. There's a little bit of a, a magic in that sort of uh, amateurish quality. It is. It's hard to put my finger on didn't it. Didn't you guys grow up, um, tr- like, cranking with the crank thing? Oh, yeah. That was, that was oh. the first one no. when, I, when I was a in kid. the butt yeah that had to be Worth some it. kind of punishment that like no it wasn't for me it was like this is how you're earning your ice cream <laughs> like you're yeah, gonna, yeah yeah we had like i remember making it in like a little like drum type yeah. thing and then you would just roll it yes. oh, yeah just roll it for a really really long time yeah, yeah. we, we had, went um, to safeway we had like <laughs> we had like 18 peach trees in our backyard when I was a kid so our homemade mm-hmm. ice cream was always peach flavored mm-hmm. and it was like fresh peaches from right over there uh, oh. I poured maple Man, syrup so in good. a bowl of snow once that's awesome uh, that was the closest I got that's to, pretty cool yeah uh, I mean everything very made good. snow ice cream yeah snow ice cream's yeah, great good. Yeah. <laughs> well you needed some other components in no that. I did I, it was very I don't think I heated also, up the maple really syrup or that, anything you gotta get that snow clean first you don't want to yeah. Greg what's your what's your essential cookout uh, uh, thing it's not have? a real cookout without losing a bunch of vegetables between the grates mm-hmm. naturally uh, <laughs> or as I like to call them the vegan sacrifices to Carcineron the god of barbecues <laughs> uh, it, and and what's always gets me is I uh, so our 4th of July cookout, my mom was very intent on, um, we, were, we were doing fajitas. Yeah. And so I was like, we'll, we'll do some onions, we'll do some peppers. And I get there and my mom is like slicing them up in advance. And I was like, okay, well, this is going to, that ups the degree of difficulty a little <laughs> bit. Cause you know, it's a lot easier to grill like a whole pepper laid out and then cut it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much. So, I, there was like added equipment to like get everything onto the grill, and then I'm like trying to toss vegetables in this pan, and they're still like coming out over the side. Anyway, yeah. So uh, I, I, for me, it's just not a real barbecue until I've wasted uh, some vegetables between the <laughs> between the grates. Nice. Uh, we had uh, we had some uh, some fun uh, replies to this. Um, Megan's uh, throwaway profile. Uh, 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 or maybe an actual person, Jennifer Phillips Longcon, said grilled meat, uh, oh, hamburgers, hot dogs, ribs, steaks, uh, and I appreciate Good. you know make that list. Good uh, answer. Uh, yeah. Jenny uh, Stidham and uh, Lauren Marie both said uh, they're both clearly cookout veterans. They said potato salad. Can't that was almost one. my. Aunt, that was one of mine. Was potato salad. Yeah. Or macaroon mayonnaise salad. Any mayonnaise kind of, based salad. Any kind of salad that is not salad but just mayonnaise and thing. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, any of those. Mm-hmm. Great salads. Uh, Holly Manning Tecumseh uh, went a step further and designs the whole menu for us. Potato Ooh. salad, baked beans, corn on the cob, and the grilled meat of the day. Nice. Uh, I feel like you need more than one meat. Yeah. Right? Like, you need hot dogs and hamburgers. Although, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Although I, I, I only eat Well, it depends on how many people are there. When I, um, my uh, Uncle Jim Parks, uh, who's gone now, uh, was passed on, but he used to do really good um, grilled shrimp. Ooh. They were always on so, the barbie. Like, skewer, like shrimp skewers yeah. on the barbie. His were amazing. Yeah, it's the best shrimp I've ever had. I, you know, I, 
I am always a fan of like more than one meat on the on the grill for a cookout, but at the same time I also feel this weird obligation to have one of everything. Well, yeah, and, and which That's is like why you have more than which one. is how you have. It's like yeah, I had a steak and a hamburger and a hot dog and a piece of chicken and uh, and a mild coronary. I don't see um, the problem. Yeah, uh, we also uh, let's see Deborah Myers, uh, who might have what's been up, at, Debbie? Who might have been at one this or two my buddy. of my, That's uh, my buddy. cookouts? She said it's not a real cookout without disasters. Which uh, I, <laughs> so she's uh, she, she yeah. actually she actually has been to one of my family. Yes. Cookout, so she knows. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's talk ice cream with Tiffany Shepard, the events director for the Broken Arrow Chamber of Commerce. And I hope uh, you ice cream fans are ready because we have uh, Tiffany Shepard from the Broken Arrow Chamber of Commerce, who's uh, here to talk about uh, the taste of summer uh, coming up August fifth in uh, Broken Arrow. Welcome to the podcast, Tiffany. Thank you. Thanks for having me today. Yeah. Well, so uh, tell me a little bit, how did the Taste of Summer uh, get going? Is this a long running uh, event? It is. So Taste of Summer has been around. This will be the 21st year of the festival. Finally, um, it can drink. Really, That's great. Yeah, yes, it can drink. It's old enough. Um, so the event was started by Bluebell Creameries here in Broken Arrow, and it really just originated as a giant thank you to the community. Um, they've seen a lot of success and support in the Broken Arrow community, and they wanted to kind of give back. And who doesn't love free ice cream, right? Right. <laughs> So Bluebell started it. It used to be at the Bluebell factory um, and really showcasing who they are and what they do and what they provide for the community. Um, they used to give tours of the facility and, of, of course, all you can eat ice cream and sample all the fun flavors. Um, and it's just grown from there. So eventually we outgrew the Bluebell facility. So now we host it in downtown Broken Arrow. Man, uh, what, what's the turnout usually like? I'd, I'd imagine it's just a flood of folks. We do. We see a lot of people. Now, it is a, it is an outdoor festival in Oklahoma, so it gets a little warm, but we typically see anywhere between five and 7,000 people. Man, well, you know, and as warm as it gets, I hear there's ice cream. So There is <laughs> all the ice cream. Um, so they, they offer over 24 different flavors, and they have all of their novelty products as well. So popsicles and all that kind of fun stuff, they bring those too. Yeah. And I mean, uh, you know, uh, uh, an eating event is uh, a lot of fun, certainly something that I uh, try to go to as often as I possibly can. But uh, there's a lot of stuff if uh, even if you're lactose intolerant, there's other things to do uh, at the taste of summer. Uh, what What's some of the stuff, uh, especially for like kids? Yeah, absolutely. So the festival has grown quite a bit over the years. So we feature a lot of different activities now for kiddos. We are doing water wars this year. So brand new, bring all your friends, especially the ones you would want to throw a water balloon at. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fun. And then we have vendors as well. So indoor or outdoor vendors, they set up their shop. You can browse while your kids play. Um, we have a get active zone. So uh, some like Tulsa soccer and activities like that will come out and keep your kiddos entertained. Um, a life troop comes out and does a rope course. So there's lots of different activities for them. And then we also have a petting zoo. Um, we'll have inflatables, summer water inflatables, summer regular inflatables. So there is no lack of activity to be had at the festival. That's really great. And especially because, uh, you know, uh, I've heard, uh, again, just all hearsay, ice cream is somewhat calorie dense. So uh, pretty good idea to have uh, uh, something that gets the kids running around and everybody really kind of moving their feet and burn off those calories. I got to say, you mentioned that there's 24 flavors available and 
I am so happy because first of all, you list the flavors on the, uh, on the website. Okay, um, it is uh, tasteofsummerba.com for anybody who wants to take a look at it. Uh, but one of the flavors, I just had this last week and was blown away. Southern blackberry cobbler is oh, that's such my favorite. Oh man. Oh, get in line for that one first folks, because I promise you it will go fast. That is so good. Yes, that one is delicious. I had tried it last year for the first time at the festival, and I, I probably buy half their stock in it now, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, so um, tell me a little bit more about uh, kind of how does this, um, uh, you know, it, it started definitely as a, as a thank you to the community, but it seems as if it has really grown into uh, a community-wide event. Um, uh, is this something that you guys kind of have a lot of pride in? It is. Yeah. It's one, it's just one of those festivals where, you know, when people come and they bring their kids and they're building those core memories with their families. So it's really exciting to be a part of something like that and be able to help, you know, give them the opportunity to bring your family out. And there's something for everybody in your family, whether you're young or older, or you like ice cream or you don't like ice cream. Um, and just being able to give them an opportunity to build those memories and have that good time and experience with their family and their friends and their loved ones. Um, it's something that we definitely take pride in. Yeah. You know, and it's nice that uh, obviously there's a lot of sweets going on there, uh, but there's also food trucks. So uh, if you need to balance things out, you know, if you want to make sure you have dinner before dessert, uh, that's that's pretty nice. Uh, and then I, I wanted to know a little bit more about the treasure dig. Um, uh, tell me how, how, how does that kind of go? What, what's that like? Um, so it's uh, really a giant treasure box. So we bring in a bunch of sand, we have shovels, and it's kind of exactly how it sounds. So the kids can dig for treasure. Um, there's different coins. So if they get a gold coin, then they can pick from a variety of really awesome prizes that we get. And Metro Merch and Broken Arrow actually donates all those prizes for us. Um, so shout out to them. That's great. And then we have sponsors of the Treasure Dig and and they help us out with that. But kids basically come in, see what lucky coin they get, and then they get a prize from there. Man, I, I love that idea. Uh, for, for one thing, it's always fun to kind of bring a little element of chance to it. But also, uh, from a spe as a spectator, there's nothing like watching a bunch of kids you don't have to clean uh, getting dirty. <laughs> Uh, that, that is, uh, I, yeah, I love to watch other people's children get dirty. That's, that's one of my favorites. Uh, not so much, yes. mine, uh, but, uh, I don't really have a choice. Uh, yeah. It's always funny. I was like, man, I, it seems like a dirty activity. I don't know if I can want my kids to do it, but they line up for it and they love it. And I mean, it's exciting for them and they know that they're going to get a prize. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. You know, and uh, uh, having the, the water wars and the water inflatables out there, again, is such a nice treat uh, with the weather the way it's been. Uh, but also just, I don't know, it, it. I know it's called the taste of summer, but but it really is. It's like you guys are packing summer into one day. You know, everything, if, if you have been in a coma through August 4th, uh, and you wake up on August 5th and go to Taste of Summer Broken Arrow, it's, you have, you've experienced all of summer in one day. You can hit it all. You can exactly. play in the water. You can play with your friends. You can do some shopping. Uh, the police and fire will be out there. So you can see all their cool, 
multiple vehicles. Oh, cool. um, and then you can get some prizes and eat some ice cream. I mean, it's That's, like the perfect day. Exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, folks, so once again, that is the Taste of Summer Ice Cream Festival uh, in Broken Arrow. You can find more information at tasteofsummerba.com. Uh, it is August 5th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And you know uh, that if you see me out there, it'll be at 9 a.m. with a giant bowl of blackberry cobbler ice cream. <laughs> Uh, hey, it's the breakfast of champions, right? That's right. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I did want to say, shameless plug, if you watch our social media, you may have a chance to get some discount tickets during a flash sale coming up. Oh, excellent. Yes. So keep your eyes peeled. Uh, and what are, what are your uh, social media channels so people know? Uh, the best one is just to go to the Facebook page for Taste of Summer Broken Arrow. Okay, Taste of Summer Broken Arrow on Facebook. And uh, once again, a lot of uh, a lot more information at uh, tasteofsummerba.com, uh, August 5th. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Broken Arrow is cool. Yes. We like Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow is a nice town. The yes. Rose District, it's good down there. We like also, it. one of my uh, one of my favorite uh, pizza spots uh, is in Broken Arrow, home of the hot oil. They had some, uh, we it was in our uh, pizza What's the name issue of it? write-ups. That's a great question. I don't remember. Okay. Well... <laughs> It's All right, a, we'll get back to you. I think it was like Luigi's. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we uh, do a lot of writing. We, we don't do remember. Lot, right? We don't I, remember. I eat the a lot things. of pizzas. Yeah. Um, all right. It is now time for us to once again plumb the depths of Travelocate.com's calendars for our weekly pod events. And first up this week is Carly. Ooh. I don't know who said all roads lead to Rome. Probably a Roman. But that guy was definitely wrong. First of all, oceans. Second uh, of all, every Oklahoman knows that all roads lead to Joe's, especially during the week long Eskimo Joe's 48th anniversary celebration July 17th through 23rd. Even though they're now officially in their late 40s, the Jumpin' Little Juke Joint will be jumping even more than usual with costume contests, concerts, food and drink specials, karaoke, a glow party, and even more fun events happening each day and night. There's a whole lot to do there, people. (laughs) Also, do yourself a favor and order some cheese fries and hot wings while you're in Stillwater. That's actually the secret to Joe's permanent grin. Check out (laughs) EskimoJoe's.com com slash anniversary for more info. Man, I love Eskimo Joe's. I haven't been in so long. I could definitely so go fun. for those can, cheese fries oh, and maybe so a foul good. thing. Some of those fried pickles. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Man. And then, you know, and also... Uh, and I'm saying this is like a Norman Lover OU graduate. Yeah. Like, never attended a day of class at OSU, but I love Eskimo as, Joe's. As a kid, it was always great going to Eskimo Joe's because you knew that either you were going to get seated immediately and get all your food, mm-hmm. or you're going to get to wander around and bug your parents for a t-shirt until they called your name. <laughs> Probably both. I might close it, Eskimo Well, Joe's. I remember, uh, I think uh, in the 80s, when I was, I remember when I was a kid, and um, someone told me, I don't know if this was ever true, but someone said it was after the Hard Rock Cafe, it was the second highest selling line of like restaurant oh i wouldn't be t-shirts in the country they definitely have hard rock cafe was number one and eskimo joe's was number two is what i heard like in like 1989 they definitely have photos of people at at every like (laughs) it's all it's almost like a a trime uh the trime a time travel movie where you go back and it's like everybody wearing an Eskimo Joe shirt at the great moments in history. Right. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like the, there's Archduke Ferdinand getting assessed. Is that guy in an Eskimo Joe yeah, shirt? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, That's Ben, fine. what's your event this week? All right, bear with me on this one. Does your dome where dog need to be let out the house? Is your tree pose missing its comb for deciduous and deciduous friends in the forest? 
then you need to stop what you're doing right now and sign up for this weekend's big Om Yoga retreat uh, okay. running from <laughs> July 21st to the 24th at Sequoia State Park and Lodge in Holbrook. <laughs> I'm so excited for big Om that I have already started practicing my mantra by working it into everyday conversations. But let me be perfectly clear. Yoga Om enthusiasts of all competencies are welcome. <laughs> They've got you covered for everything you need to participate in a full weekend of yoga activities. On top of all that yoga, your pass comes with breakfast and dinner uh, on Saturday, OM credible workshops and classes, pool access, and plenty of OM entertainment on Fort Gibson Lake. That last one was a bit of a stretch. <laughs> when registering, guests can choose to book either with or without provided lodging. Lodge rooms are currently booked, but as of this writing, there are still beds available in shared cabins within the event's group camp. Registration is $199 for with a bed and $149 without, and unbelievably good value considering you're getting three days of fun and activities. And if all that sounds enticing but you can't swing this weekend, be sure to check out Big Ohm's website for the dates and locations of future seasonal retreats. You can do that or register for the summer retreat by visiting BigOhmYogaRetreat.com. Nice. Sequoia is awesome. That's a nice lodge. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be really pretty. I, yoga's fun. I I love that I you said that Sequoia one's a bit of yoga. a stretch, and I was like, isn't all of the yoga a stretch? Ah. Ah. <laughs> that, was, that was the Easter egg. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Wouldn't and it be funny if like yeah. I wish that the audiences at like Saturday Night Live would laugh like we just like, do that like every time there's a thing. Like, ah. <laughs> Nate, what's your event? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, this is nice. I like. This event. So we're having a really nice summer. Like it's raining a lot and there's flooding, but also it's keeping the, the temperatures down and I'm not sad about it. Yes. Um, I mean, who cares if it's raining if it's not 110 degrees in July? That's I, all I'm saying. Like exactly. I take the rain, honestly. Um, so also, this is I wrote this yesterday, but uh, the weather, at least at the moment I'm writing this, and uh, there's a note in here that says, hello, future Nate, who's reading it. So hi, past Nate. Uh, it's been pretty remarkably mild this summer. So I'm actually looking forward. I'm actually looking for things to do outside which is why I'm stoked about this week's event because it combines being outside with another one of my favorite activities, live music. Because this Thursday, July 20th, at the Edmund Concerts in the Park series, we can all lay on blankets and listen to the pop rock stylings of Above the Fray and Jokers to the Right, two great local bands that are playing this week's event. But if you miss it, great news. On July 27th, the series continues with the Papa Nooch Band and Claire Pearsall, then continues concludes on August 3rd with Champagne Jam and Stars. So grab your, not stars like just random famous people like the band is called stars uh, so <laughs> I wonder who so grab your concert going blanket and a cooler full of iced tea or beer or whatever it is you like to drink and go to Edmonds Hafer Park to support local artists as they do what they do best the event is free and for more information you can call 405-359-4630 or visit edmondok.gov Live music in the park. I know that sounds nice. No, it's very nice. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, and Hafer Parks also like it, you can go there and sit down and see some live music and your kids can run around there's like three or four different playgrounds yeah. right there and lots of lots of fun stuff to do out there. get them good and worn out while you yeah. listen to music and there's uh, there's even a really great uh, it's an old water tower but they've uh, converted it into like a, a sort of mini rock climbing oh, gym fun. Um, yeah and you always I always see kids out there my son loves to get out there and climb up it's a good and, park yeah uh, Megan what's your event for as long as they've existed nuns have been amused for writers and artists around the world monks not so much for some reason it is the women that seem to captivate minds and hearts uh, sometimes they're possessed psychotic and malicious and other times they're singing duets with Whoopi Goldberg uh. <laughs> from July 21st to August 5th the Grove Playmakers will put the fun in none at the Grove Community Center with their performances of Nun Sons 2 The Second Coming in this sequel to the 1985 original the ladies of Mount St. Helens school decide to put on another variety show featuring nun napping bingo 17 musical numbers and other mayhem that will have you saying your hail marys by the time the gospel finale rolls around for more information visit playmakersofgrove.com i've seen nonsense i didn't know there was a sequel yes fun okay yeah it looks it sounds like a good time yeah i don't know why whoopi goldberg didn't win an oscar for sister act I did love Every Sister Act. I don't, that was one of those movies I watched over and over mm-hmm. as a child. You know, it was originally supposed to. It was originally written for Bette Midler. Hmm. Well, wouldn't that have been a different kind of movie? I'm glad that it was not Bette Midler because <laughs> she kind of irritates what me. What are you gonna say about Bette Midler? <laughs> wow. I find her a little bit irritating. She's the wind beneath wow. her wings. Wow. Okay, good. Wow. Thank you, Greg. You're welcome. She's gonna come here now. <laughs> I like Whoopi Goldberg better. There you go. <laughs> I think That's... they should go back and digitally wow. replace Bette Midler in every movie. With Whoopi Goldberg and Beaches. <laughs> hocus Pocus with no bad Midler. That would be weird. Greg, what do you got? What's your All deal? Right. What's Let's, your deal today? What's your deal? <laughs> Let's talk about the goat. Some people say it's Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys, and others think it's former Indianapolis Colt quarterback and nationwide insurance spokesmaning Peyton Manning. <laughs> I, of course, think that it's Carne Vada, a braised pork dish found mainly in Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> but what about real goats? You know, the kind that climb mountains and eat tin cans, at least according to one of my favorite bedtime stories as a child, and outwit bridge trolls. And for that matter, what about the goat goat what if perhaps you'll see the greatest of all time goat at live and in goatson at the oklahoma boer goat association summer classic july 22nd and 23rd at the stevens county fairgrounds in duncan which so what sets these goats apart they're competing in a double sanctioned event which is kind of the opposite of what happened to the deltas in animal house <laughs> both jabga that's the junior american boer goat association and abga the american boer goat association uh, <laughs> sorry American Boer Goat Association, basically the Dean Wormers of the Boer Goat world, have sanctioned this event, so you know it's serious. Entering goats to compete is $30 to $35, but entering to look at the goats is free. Uh, visit okboergoatassociation.com for more information. I love livestock like shows. Fun. I think they're so cool. I think it's so cool when like <coughs> kids like learn how to 
care yeah. for an animal early, Absolutely. you know, and like mm-hmm. I just I I, I think and not those, just kids. This is for adults too. That's like my favorite part of the state fair. Yeah, seriously, I love goats. Yeah, There's, goats are amazing. They're yeah. so smart. Yeah, they're smart and they have beautiful eyes, despite what people say. No, they do. You and can make delicious things with their milks. Mm-hmm. Boer goats are are uh, that's B O E R. They're the ones okay. with that big bellies, aren't they? Well, they're meat goats. Oh. Yeah, they, can you milk them? I mean, I guess you would have to to have other goat. to have baby goats. Yeah, but but. but they, it's um, it was a breed, uh, an African breed of goat that has been raised and and uh, uh, bred over the years to for for more meat production, and then kind of shipped out across the world. So um, it's yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, all, all have, things I learned while, while have Funkin, reading have about Funkin, Funkin, Duncan, have fun, <laughs> Duncan. Youths who are showing goats. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bored in heaven. <laughs> well, the sound of a very confused Tom Brady eating a piece of aluminum <laughs> siding to make himself part of the uh, conversation uh, means that this episode of the Oklahoma Today podcast <laughs> is coming to a close. If you can't get enough, head to oklahomatoday.com and pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now. Send your feedback to OKTPod at TravelOK.com, and we'll talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner. Greg Elwell, Carly Barra, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song editing and production held by Oklahoma Today's production manager, Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit oklahomatoday.com. Goodbye. Is goat. (laughs) (laughs) What were you about to say, Megan? Oh, I ate goat meat. I was just thinking about how I ate goat meat once in Tulsa, and it was not my favorite. I was just like, we don't have to do this, guys. So it's okay for, there can be a cookout without goat? Yeah. Okay. In fact, there should be, it sounds like.